Bringing a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I mean, you know how it is, rocking and rolling and whatnot. You know, two dudes talking sports. Well, I listen to those two clowns. You can't do nothing but get your roll on. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. It's a vibe, actually. Sound good? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show! That's right, we're coming to you live from the corner of 6th and Market, beautiful downtown, Ken. 52 degrees in the Hall of Fame city, and whatever you do today, Kenny Rodas. What? Please don't make me talk too much about the Cavaliers. They're terrible right now, man. We're not at that level yet. We haven't won a dually squat. You're not at any level yet. Yeah, I haven't uh, been able to watch the last couple of games. Having some issues with my Bally Sports app. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, So I was following online last night and uh, saw that they gave up 128 points, which means they played no defense whatsoever. Um, and Darius Garland looked, like, as you were texting me, like a turnover machine as he's averaging six turnovers a game this year. Made a lot of notes watching the game, and it was a tough one to watch because every time the Cavaliers, it was one of those games from last year where you thought there might be a shot where they might be able to make a comeback. Uh, right. They were down as many as 17 in the first half. Second half, a little bit playing around into the fourth quarter. You teased, you get teased a little bit. They cut mm. that lead to four. Uh, simply put, it, the final scores 128-120 wasn't that close. Slow, sloppy, stagnant. Take your pick. The the wow. real choose, the real choice is all yeah. of the above. Yeah, not good. Three and five to start the season. Yeah, they got some new guys trying to fit in and whatnot. But uh, come on, come on, man. You know, I I mean, uh, does you don't? Here here's the thing that bothers me. We heard how great they were defensively a year ago, right? Well, most of the guys that, that were here last year in the starting lineup are still there. They can play defense. Jared Allen played last night. Evan Mobley played last night, right? The only one that was out was Isaac Okoro. So mm-hmm. defense, uh, it, it shouldn't take time for the defense to come together. I can understand the offense. Kenny is so bad defensively, you wish you had Isaac Okoro. Now, I know he's not one of your favorites, and I right. know he's probably their best defender. They've been telling us that for as long as he's been a member of this team. Right. It's terrible, it's hard to watch, and it's not worth watching because you waste your time. And you're lucky that you didn't have the app and you didn't have to watch it because I did and I wasted an evening. And if they're going to make me waste my time, I mean, they're wasting their time. I, it's We heard so many times... It's going to be a new style. It's going to be an up-and-down offense. It's really? not. I'm here to tell you it is absolutely nothing different from what we saw last year. It's stagnant. It's slow. They make stupid mistakes. The turnovers alone would make you turn it off. They had 20 turnovers last night. Oh, jeez. 20! That would drive me, yeah. I, I would be screaming at the TV at the top of my lungs. What'd you that. practice? Are you me? I mean, these yeah. are things. The stupid fouls are terrible, which means most of the time they're dumb fouls because you're out of place. And why are you right. out of place? Because you're not in shape. That's the way it looked to me. Well, th- this team obviously has some serious work to do, JT, right, um, to be a, a contender in these. But I, I will say this. Again, I haven't it's seen early. the last two games. The Bucks have lost two games this year. I've lost money on them, thinking well, there's no way they're going to lose to that crappy team. And they, with Damian Lillard, with Giannis Antetokounmpo, with Chris Middleton, and they go out and they lose a game. So I, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt early on, especially during this road trip where it's what? Uh, they lost last night at OKC. They go to Golden State Saturday. That's a loss. Sacramento, that's a loss. They'll beat Portland. So they'll, they'll end a three-game losing streak one week from yesterday with a win at Portland. 
Mm-hmm. So I mean, so if you're looking at that, uh, that's what three and se- four and seven through the first eleven games before they come home for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven home games in the last eight in the month of November. Started off the program asking you not to make me talk about this team, and I'm going to have to do it anyway. And I know it's an early part of the season. (laughs) It's only eight games in. But the difference between a team like the Cavaliers and a team like Milwaukee is you've got superstars at Milwaukee. They'll get it together. Uh, Maybe it's just due to they might have better coaching, too. and They change coaches. All I'm saying is this. If we've got the pieces in place which tells you, what do we hear? Core four, core three, whatever you want to call it. You've got yeah. Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, Garland, and, and uh, Donovan Mitchell, right? Yeah. They should be better. These guys have played together before. They should be ahead of a team like Milwaukee who need to learn how to play the game together because there's new players on that team. And when you bring in a superstar, it's going to take you a while. But we fully expect them to challenge. We don't know if the Cavaliers will challenge to win the East. I don't think they will, me personally, uh, just based on what we talked about, I think, was it yesterday with Chris Fedor, right? We talked about, yeah, they're improved over last year with the, the pickup of uh, Max mm-hmm. Struess and the pickup of Georgine Yang, right? But how much yeah. are they improved, right? And here's what I did. Since you told me about last night's game, I went in and I did a deep dive on the inconsistency of the Cavaliers to this point, right? Darius Garland shooting 13% from three-point range this year. Max Struess, 39% from the field, only 33% from beyond the the arc, and that's after a huge first game where he shot 50%. Karis LeVert, you look at the points, you go, wow, 18 points. But, JT, how about this? Stop me if you've seen this before from Karis LeVert. 29 points one game, eight, eight the next. Yeah, thirty-one points one game, eleven Kenny, the next. Kenny, right? I gotta, I gotta stop you for a second because you can go through all these statistics you want. The bottom line here is the fact that they settle for bad shots. That's why the percentages are down. There's no ball movement, which takes me to this: it's coaching, man. Ooh, okay. All right. I'm so telling you, you, think JB, huh? our bigs play with their back to the basket. You can't turn around. You never have a good shot. When you do, it just flails up there. It's off the rim. You got no legs because you're out of shape. What do we hear all the time from great shooters? You have to shoot with your legs. In other words, yeah. it, it's a fluent motion, right? You have to be moving towards the basket. Move yeah. towards the basket at all times on offense. This team doesn't do it, Kenny. There's no movement on offense. You watch a young team like Oklahoma City, but wait a minute. Aren't we supposed to be a young team, too? Then why are we getting run out the gym? I, I don't know. Good question. Uh, they are considered That's what one of the top me. teams uh, as far as 25 and under players and whatnot, but other teams are starting to surpass them already, JT, right? ESPN just recently listed the top 25 players, 25 years and under. Cavaliers have Darius Garland at 8 and Evan Mobley at 12, so they've got two of the top yeah. players under 25 in the top 15, yet, you know, they're struggling, uh, uh, like you mentioned, Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, you see what, uh, you know, he's doing. Look out for uh, Paolo, uh, Paolo Banchero from mm. Orlando. He's going to pass some of all our right. guys up. You mentioned Holmgren, Wembenyama, all those guys. Okay, pick your sport. What do we want in any sport? What do we really want to see? Do we want to see more offense or more defense? Pick any sport you want. Offense. Okay, we want to see more offense. But yet our basketball team wants to focus on defense, and they don't play any anyway. 
Where in the NBA do you see a team that says, we're going to be the best defensive team in the league and we're going to win, damn it? It doesn't work that way. This isn't defense wins championships in a football game, one game, or parts of a full season. I don't get it. I mean, especially the NBA. And in every professional sport where scoring is king, we want more points. Work on the offense, and you got these young players. Here's the, or they're the one, not that and, good. Or they're just and, not well, that good. Or they don't listen to the coach. Okay? Could be. That, that could be the problem there, right? JB could be screaming his head off uh, at practice saying, move the ball, move the ball. The ball has energy. Defense can't keep up with the ball. Move the ball. And then you put it in the hands of Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland. What do they do? Stanky leg, dribble, right. dribble, dribble. Uh, shot clock winding down. Got to hoist up a fall away three. Uh, yeah, he screams his head off. You know who he screams at? at the All official, day right? long. Thank you. Yeah, I know. I know Mr. you official. like that about him. Mr. Official, yeah. can I ask you a question? <laughs> What? <laughs> he must have. Uh, he must be a descendant of uh, Hank Scram from way back uh, when. Somehow, some way, I don't know. Maybe they're related somewhere uh, along the way. But yeah, it's, uh, it's hard to watch, man. Right now, I-, I want them to be more exciting, like they were the last two years. They'll get there. I hope. I'm pretty sure they will. But from what I've seen so far, every game has been a carbon copy of the other ones, with the exception of the Warriors game. The Warriors game, they got a lead. They were able to hold on to it, especially in the second half. It wasn't as much, you know, coming from behind the entire time. So it's there. They just don't do it on a nightly basis. And you had a couple of nights off. You can't be tired. It's not the travel yet. It's early in the season. Half of these guys haven't played uh, every game yet. Maybe that's part of the reason, too, that they're still trying to get – you know, used to playing together, and the starting five are all back, or maybe it's because there is no Isaac Okoro, and if, if Isaac Okoro is the glue that holds this team Ooh. together, we're in Ooh. trouble. Yeah. Hey, if you want to watch good basketball, just watch the Denver Nuggets play. Right. Just just turn They're their on. game on, right? Just, just watch them. Last night they played without their uh, point guard. Uh, Murray is out for uh, up to, uh, uh, I think, a month, right? And all they did last night was beat the Warriors at home, 108-105, minus one of their top players. Uh, The Joker, 35 points, 13 rebounds. Uh, He had five assists in the game. Uh, Let's see, Jackson, the backup point guard. Darius Garland, by the way, this this is the backup point guard for them. 20 points, Mm -hmm. um, six assists, right? Valued the basketball, and and they uh, they get a win. Over Golden State, they're now eight and one. They're defending champs for a reason. They share the basketball. They move the basketball. They move without the basketball to get open. So when the basketball comes to that side, it's an open shot. It's not a forced shot. Okay. And so if you want to watch fun basketball, the way the game is supposed to be played, watch the Denver Nuggets play. And if the coaches aren't doing that for the Cavaliers, shame on them. If they are and the players aren't listening to the coaches, then shame on the players. Man, it's one thing when we had LeBron James here and we'd watch that stanky leg, but you knew eventually he'd take a game over. Donovan Mitchell sometimes can do the same, but he's not shooting that well either, and I think he thinks a lot of times there's too much pressure on him, and he and it's, he feels that he's the only one that can do anything. Karis LeVert's the same way sometimes. I just don't see the movement, and the reason I compare it to the other teams is because the other teams are doing to us what we should be doing to them. Yeah, I know Mitchell didn't shoot it well last night. That's his first really off game shooting-wise. For the year, he's over 50%, 36% from three, 90% from the line. 
But I heard a, just a horrific stat, JT, from Brian Windhorst the other day talking about Evan Mobley. Yeah. Okay. All right, here we go. Oh, boy. Evan Mobley. And this is a guy I like. And this is a guy I I'm know. saying, hey, they need to run their offense through. They need to get him more touches. They need to make him more involved in the offense. Do you realize outside of that, uh, what is it, that that five-foot arc around the hoop, he's shooting jump shots like at 16%. Not three-pointers. We're talking two-point shots, any shot just outside basically a dunk. Mm -hmm. 16%. Now, he led the league in dunks last year. He's right up there this year. So a lot of his high-percentage shots – um, you know, he knocks down because they're dunks, and that makes his overall percentage look good. But outside a dunk or a lay-in, he isn't doing much right. offensively to help okay. this team. Who's responsible for that? Who is supposed to put him in a better position? Shouldn't it be the coach? How many times are we going to draw comparisons? Oh, he should be the next Kevin Durant. He's not. Right. Durant can shoot from anywhere on the floor. He can create his own shot, too. Well, he's not at that point yet, and I know he's young. How many times are you going to compare him to Chris Bosh? You can't make that comparison either yet. He doesn't have his game yet because maybe he hasn't been trained to develop that game yet. Well, he's been working on that three-point shot for oh. a year and a half now. Okay, and I, and I would... You know, he's not an outside shooter. Bosch, Durant were, always were, and it carried them throughout their career. If you want to, you know, make comparisons, I think Kevin Garnett is a better comparison for Evan Mobley. Tim oh, I Duncan. Can't, I can't make that comparison. Garnett, well, to me, was way more athletic. Um, yeah, he, he, I'll say this. He was more uh, intense, ferocious, um and uh, aggressive than Mobley is. And that's what scared me. I don't know how you teach aggressiveness to Evan Mobley, right? And I know Tim Duncan had that demeanor where he never showed a lot of emotion, and he banked that shot in, and he made the turnaround, and he blocked shots, and he dunked, and he won four or five titles, whatever it was. I get that. But that that's rare. I, I look at Evan Mobley, and it's like, wh- where's the – Play with a little anger, man. Be pissed off that you're getting shoved around by Mitchell Robinson and Frankenstein him. from the Knicks last hey, year and, and other guys. He's a California kid. That's not in his DNA. That's not going to be him. He's not going to play with that much emotion, and this is what it is. You've got to put him in a better position. It's no different than you've got a young quarterback and you set him up to fail if you don't help out by making the offense easier. This guy's not in position to make these shots. It doesn't surprise me that he's shooting 16%. He's never open. Yeah, well, I, again, I can't comment on last night's game because, again, Valley App sucks. Um, and so Not as I, bad I, as the basketball team. Well, <laughs> hey, what's worse? I'm not right. sure. Not sure what's worse right now. So, yeah, that's the Cavaliers. Anyway, They're inconsistent as a team. They're 3-5. and five. Garland, Struess, Levert, inconsistent. Surprise, surprise. That's who they are. It's frustrating. I could have watched the CMA Awards. Didn't watch it. Could have watched Survivor. Didn't watch it. Watched a little bit of The Masked Singer. Oh, you did. Don't know who won. I, I've never oh. heard of this person. I, I don't okay. even know. I have no clue. Do, do you know who got voted out? Was anybody big voted out? Well, like that's what they... I meant. The person that got voted out. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. The person that got voted out is one of those housewives. I have no idea who it is. <laughs> Have, have you know? ever? If she she knew immediately. She right, texts me. She goes. She not only did she not, she knew who it was before she got voted out. 
Oh, she knew like, the voice. And I still didn't know after they took the mask off. Who the hell is that person? <laughs> My sister watches those. I'm too, in the wrong dem- the demographic, people. I believe. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, you know what? I did not watch Survivor yet. So, um, no, I, I, no spoilers then. Okay, okay. Um, I think I saw who got voted out. And, and just tell me if, if I'm right. He almost got voted out last week. Yeah, that's him. Okay, so uh, for, turn your radio down now if you don't want to know Survivor two, fans. Two people got voted off yesterday. Oh, I didn't who, know who two do you people. have? Who do you have? I won't answer. Uh, I have D. Okay, she's one of. Uh, uh, I've got uh, two girls. I got D and somebody else. Well, I don't so, know who the somebody other else is. might still be there. Then I, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have Emily. Did Emily get voted off? No, Tell me, no. Emily got voted she off. She did not. I can't stand Emily. Nope. Yeah, I want her to get voted on. She's one you take to the end because nobody's going to vote for her because nobody likes her. Social what about that dude from Boston that has the Boston accent? He's still accent. in there. The, He's the in lawyer? There. Come on, man. Vote the Boston lawyer He's out of in. there. Get him out of there. Got to watch. So two people got, oh, good. I'll have a reason mm. to watch tonight then. Okay. Yeah. That was a little twist on it. Okay, very good. You and I are in a survivor pool. So at least I got one of my people, it sounds like, still alive. You got yours or are you done? I, I'm one and one. I have one left and one gone. Okay. So did you, have, did you have Caleb? Was he one of yours? No, no, no. I liked him, though. Yeah, he was good. But yeah. he was too much of a threat. Yeah. I mean, to get all the votes last time. And, you know, use his shot in the dark and survive. And then he should have known. I sh- he should have found another idol because if everybody yeah. voted for you the last time, you should have got an idol this time. Wouldn't, be, wouldn't it be fun if our sporting teams were like Survivor and we could just vote people out like our coach oh. or a player? Oh. <laughs> All right, let's You're do out. that. Right? 330-450-1480, right? You vote off? Who would be the Ooh. first coach or athlete that you would vote <laughs> off a Cleveland team right now? Who would that be? I have one. 330-450-1480. Let me start. Who would it be? Okay. Backup catcher for the Guardians, Cam Gallagher. Oh. <laughs> Couldn't hit his way out of this studio. You're going to pick on the backup catcher Absolutely. for the Guardians. Absolutely. Vote him out. Okay. You want mine? Yeah, go ahead. First guy I'm voting off? Who? And this this was like not a hesitation at all, man. Miles Straw. See ya. Wow. Pack your bags. So long. Jeez. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Okay. See ya, Miles Straw. So I'll put Stephen Kwan in center, go get a real left fielder that hits home runs, Mm -hmm. and I'll deal with a a 280 leadoff hitter in center field uh, who can hit me at least six home runs a season and win a gold glove as opposed to uh, a non-gold glove winner this year, and he had one home run. Speaking of center fielders for the Indians back in the day, did you see Grady Sizemore is going to be coaching now? I think at the Cubs or somewhere like that. Wow, good for him. Hope he doesn't get hurt coaching like he did when he played. <laughs> My God, that dude was hurt Brian? every other day. Brian, who are you going to vote out? Brady yeah, Brian. Which... Oh, that's Brady right. They, he was a, he was a heartthrob back remember, in the day. Remember what that commercial? Size? No, what was it yeah. from? It was from a one of the uh, <laughs> local McDonald's commercials where yep. they're um, choosing teams for a Sandlot baseball oh, game. Classic. And they're picking, 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 picking. And at the very end, I got the last pick. And who is it? I take Grady Sizemore, and then you hear Grady Sizemore. That's awesome. That's great. All right, who are you voting out? Who am I voting out? I don't yeah. know. Um, Coach, player of any th- uh, all mm-hmm. three teams, Brian, in town. If you could vote one person wow. off the team right now, who would it be? I have to go back to baseball again. I mean, okay. right, we fine. keep going back to baseball, yeah. and um, I would probably get rid of any of our catchers. 
No, you okay. can't take well, Sam Fisher. Yeah, come on, you can't get a nail. You Naylor's can't. You legit. can't throw out Bo Naylor. No, you said hey, no. We can't get rid of Bo Naylor. He came on in the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. I, I got safe. one. I have no. another one. I would have I mean, blocked I know you, Johnny bro. Bench isn't out there. I have but... another one to vote yeah. out. Ready? Good. Yeah, you're gonna. Go you're gonna absolutely agree with me too. Okay. Go There's ahead. no chance you don't agree with this. Voting right. off the island right now. That's the song from. Yeah, that's a song. Yeah. Chris Holtman, Ohio State basketball coach. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, you're I extending didn't go to, to Columbus, Columbus huh? Yes. You're going out to Columbus. Hey, what's huh? our teams? Chris, bring me your torch. The tribe has <laughs> <The> spoken. <laughs> Thanks. They don't even get mad. That's Blindsided. a beautiful thing. Blindsided yeah. I my, changed my answer to Holtman. Yep. Yep. Dude, Brian, if think I of your own picks. no 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 if, I w- no that's a, I can't think of if a I were one to that. get voted off man I would I would dish the dirt Are on everybody kidding? on my way out the door man be before so I walked that pissed plane. off at you if you voted yep. me out I don't get a chance to win a million I would say so and so's got an idol his is a fake idol she lied to me she lied right. to you she's a backstabbing sob he's a backstabbing right. sob. Thanks. See you later. And That's way, what I would do on my he's way. He's got out. an idol, so make sure you blindside him. Get him out of here. Three three zero four five zero fourteen eighty. What's what's uh, all wow. your favorite teams? Coaches, yeah. players, managers doesn't matter. Who are you voting off this island? Wow. Um, uh, can I go one more? Can yes, I give you another absolutely. one? Absolutely. Th- that I would definitely. Oh, I know who you're uh, going to pick. Go ahead. Who, who do you think? I know for a fact. Good. Mike Tomlin. Well, if we're extending to Pittsburgh, oh hell yeah, he gets all my votes. He's gone. See ya. Oh road man, they're five and three. They have a crappy team. Yeah, they're five hundred. Whoop the freaking do. Five hundred. Since when is that the standard in Pittsburgh? He hadn't won a playoff game since twenty sixteen. I, I go ahead, take your shot in the dark, Mike. Eh, sorry, you're not safe. See ya. The tribe has spoken. Give me your torch. That's oh God, yes. Mike Tomlin gone. So long. See you. Farewell. Uh, oh, 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 I got one then. If we're going to extend to Pittsburgh, all right. Penguins goalie Tristan Jari. Oh, Brian, we don't have to vote him off. He's already hurt. I know. He probably would quit like most of the people did early on in this year's Survivor. He got a raise and he sucks. <laughs> I know. He's Survivor. terrible. And you can't you can't vote me off. I quit. That's what two people <laughs> said on Survivor already this year. My well, goodness. Sure, By the way, I'll so, help him to the door. How about that? Yeah. Since we talked a little Guardians baseball here, let's uh, share with our listeners, JT, tomorrow what's happening, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, 1 o'clock, the Guardians are scheduled to hold a press conference to introduce the newest manager for the Guardians, Stephen Vogt, uh, at downtown, well, I should say at Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland. Well, we're not on, right? Um, and we have the uh, game tomorrow at Louisville High School between, I'll get it right, not West Park. It's West Branch um, and Canton South. So I will be at Louisville unable to attend the press conference. So what we're going to do, Brian Novak, our producer extraordinaire, going to be able to tap into the uh, Guardian's website. And as that thing airs live, we will air it live tomorrow here on WHBC at 1 o'clock as the Guardians introduce their 45th manager in Indian-slash-Guardians history, Stephen Vogt, and then you'll get to hear him speak, the front office speak, as well as uh, a Q&A with members of the media tomorrow. So make sure you tune in to WHBC tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Stephen Vogt. And you know the question I would ask Stephen Vogt? What? I would ask him about an outfielder that they have. I found an outfielder I want for the Guardians. We just voted some people Mm -hmm. off. 
I found a guy, Teoscar Hernandez, free agent, 31 years old, right fielder, who played where he coached last year in Seattle. Last year, 258, 26 homers, 93 RBIs. They're saying he'll only need to make $17 million a year on a three- or four-year contract. If the Dolans can't afford that, I'm pissed. So if I were asking a question to uh, Stephen Vogt tomorrow at that 1 o'clock press conference, I'd say, hey, you had any input with this team? Why don't you uh, tell the team to go get you Teoscar Hernandez to play right field for you? All right, we're going to break in right now. When we come back, we'll talk some Browns football. In fact, Browns-Ravens football. Nestor Aparicio from WNST in Baltimore joins us. Stay with us. It's Kenny and JT on WHBC. 